0: Welcome to the Top Floor Podcast, presented by Appfolio. I'm your host, Megan Eels Monroe. Each month, we dig deep with real estate leaders and change makers to uncover innovative solutions for today's complex property management, community association management, and real estate investment challenges. CRM, or customer relationship management is what ties many businesses together, and it's a vital part of the rental housing industry. Not only does a good CRM strategy benefit your business, but it also benefits your team and the renters they interact with. CRM technology is especially vital for marketing and leasing because it can set the tone for the entire resident experience. Here to kick off the conversation today is Dimitri Themelis. Co-founder and CEO of Knock, a CRM and performance management platform for the multifamily industry, and an Appfolio Stack integration partner.
1: My name is Dimitri Thamelis, and I am one of the co-founders and CEO of Knock. We're based in Seattle, and we provide uh, front office technology for multifamily customers. And our core product is a CRM. CRM is an acronym for customer relationship management. It's a kind of a combination of both uh, processes and technology that manage your all of your interactions with, bet- between your company and your customers over the course of your life cycle with your customers.
0: CRM is the practice of customer relationship management, which is a strategic approach that is unique to every company. In rental management, it determines how properties interact with residents at every touchpoint across the renter's life cycle, with the end goal of improving the customer experience at every step. However, when we talk about a CRM, we're speaking about a specific tool, most commonly a digital marketing and sales platform that helps companies manage all the moving parts of a customer relationship management strategy. Here is Laura Rhodes. Staff Product Manager at AppFolio. To tackle the common question, what is a CRM?
2: I get the question of what's a CRM often. It's a tool that helps you collect all the relevant prospect information and then provides extra tools around that, allowing you to foster those relationships. So CRMs usually have robust communication tools as well as like internal triggers that let your leasing agents know who they should be engaging with, um, when they should be doing that, um, what part of the leasing funnel these prospects are in. So the CRM really keeps helps you keep track of all of those relationships so that it's you know in 12 months when it's time for a renewal. Um, you haven't lost that um, person in the mix of all that's going on, or maybe in 12 months you can check back with a lost lead um, and see if they're interested in moving again. It, it just helps you maintain all of those relationships of which there are you know hundreds and thousands.
0: Whether you realize it or not, you have a customer experience and you have your own version of customer relationship management. As Dimitri explains next.
1: Everybody has a CRM in place, right? Most companies, whether they've got specific technology or documented best practices that they want adherence to in order to drive successful attract, convert, retain- and retention of customers, everybody has a CRM. It's just whether or not you're leveraging you know, great technology, modern tool sets uh, in order to um, make sure that you've got really high compliance and adherence to those best practices. I would say that multifamily, um, compared to other industries, multifamily is a little bit behind the curve in terms of CRM adoption and overall kind of match maturation of of utilization of these kinds of tools. But we are catching up quickly. Um, CRM utilization, you know, in in many verticals has been kind of a thing in a in a and an understanding from leadership that making investments in CRM and that it's, you know, kind of the crown, you know, the crown jewel of your front office tech stack uh, has been in place for a couple of decades now. That trend isn't certainly um, something that I think uh, high performing multifamily operators um, now see not just as a, you know, a nice to have, but as a, truly a requirement um, for managing a successful business and being able to deploy capital efficiently.
0: Specifically, within the multifamily industry, the CRM adoption trend that Dimitri is seeing today can largely be attributed to the COVID-19 pandemic. The initial shutdowns, social distancing policies, and COVID safety protocols forced almost every property management organization to rapidly adopt new technology. This, in turn, has permanently shifted how the industry sees and uses technology, especially when it comes to marketing and leasing. But even with this new technology adoption shift, Laura knows from working with customers that there are many reasons why some have not yet shifted to a more modern CRM approach. I think that
2: there's probably lots of reasons for this, but, you know, property management has been around for ever. <laughs> and, you know, some of our customers have been in business for 50 years, and a lot has changed over 50 years. And really taking a step back and making big changes is often hard. You have a lot of employees, you've got a lot going on. Um, and so there, there needs to be a really big dedicated effort. And so I think that's one reason that um, the industry is, is behind um, in terms of adoption of new tools. But um, people are catching up with the times. They realize that there is a lot of money and time to be saved. And organizations are leveraging these tools to different degrees. I've talked to customers that are like super forward thinking. They've got technology for everything they're dialed in. Even though some
0: organizations have the latest and greatest technology in place, pen and paper solutions continue to remain the standard for many property management companies. You
2: know what? I've talked to some customers that used to do all of their customer relationship management with Excel or pen and paper. And so that's possible. Um, However, it's super cumbersome. And the amount of data entry that people have to do if they're not using some automated tool like a CRM um, is extreme. It's really expensive from a time management standpoint, Um, not to mention all the leads that fall through the cracks or, you know, the double data entry. Um, you know, these these customers would write down each prospect, they'd note each time they talked to that person, uh, they'd review long lists daily to see who they should reach out to, to get uh, over and over again. Um, they didn't have a way of auditing this information or rolling it up to provide aggregate data. So the level of insight they had into their process was extremely minimal.
0: Just because a process has worked in the past doesn't mean it will continue to work in the future pen and paper may seem cheap and easy to train marketing and leasing teams on, but they create inefficiencies and confusion, especially if paperwork gets lost or vital information can't be easily shared because it's locked into place and can't be easily distributed. In addition, with systems that rely on manual input and record keeping, your data and reporting is extremely limited. They may also not be entirely accurate. Depending on how forms and reports were filled out, when and by whom, the bottom line is that CRM systems are essential for marketing and leasing in order to see what's working and what's not. And so that's where a CRM
2: and digital tools in general come into play. CRMs are able to, um, and again, I'm speaking specifically around leasing and marketing, but, um, having all of your leads come into the system automatically from all the internal uh, internet listings, um, creating guest cards, These are all basic functions of um, lead management systems, and it's extremely helpful and a a huge time saver just for those basic functionalities. Um, And then, you know, most good CRMs are going to provide you with reporting data. So it allows you to know where your leads are coming from, helps you decide where to spend your marketing dollars, um, being able to understand your funnel, see where the bottlenecks are, figure out what properties are thriving, which ones are falling behind. You can't
0: do that efficiently or effectively without a CRM. Dimitri explains what he's seen happen with Knox customers.
1: Let's focus on marketing for a second. Uh, Most multifamily operators, um, I think, would, you know, if, if you ask them to speak freely and to speak candidly, would say, you know, how much do they trust their attribution data? How much do they really believe that they know where their leads are coming from? Um, Our customers don't have that problem. They can answer that question very confidently. They know exactly where their leads are coming from because no matter when, no matter where, no matter how a prospect comes across one of your ads um, or how they engage in, you know, conversation, you know, we've got tools that kind of capture uh, all of that data. And so our customers, you know, do not have that problem. And in turn, that, uh, kind of pairing that with conversion outcomes, they can see very clearly cost per lead, cost per tour, cost per lease. And that helps our customers drive, you know, Matt, you know, maximize their marketing budgets to be as efficiently, you know, as efficient as possible. Uh, and so, you know, on average, we've seen, you know, in, in some cases, like huge percentage changes in marketing budgets because, people realize, uh, very quickly, like what's dead end spend or, you know, what is a conversion problem versus a, a lead problem. And that can, you know, really, really add value by, uh, impacting marketing spend optimization. If you go a little bit further downstream and you think about the leasing side of things, I mean, there's only so many ways that a business can grow, right? Like you can get, you can, you know, get more customers. Those customers can pay you, uh, more money, or you can, um, you know, win them at a, at a higher rate, right. And so um, I think that, you know, a CRM is sort of directly or in, indirectly kind of driving all of the above. And, you know, the, the output of that is, you know, as we would define it in multifamily talk would be, you know, economic occupancy. Uh, you know, the, the more demand that you're able to create and convert, you know, the higher you're able to uh, keep your occupancies, that allows you to get more creative with pricing. All of those little levers uh, that drive, you know, higher, more, you know, higher net operating income, create more operating leverage for business. Uh, they kind of exist, you know, when you're able to, when you have a really streamlined go-to-market function. And of course, CRM is um, supporting that.
0: Companies are still catching up from the great resignation, so it's vital to keep current marketing and leasing team members happy and provide opportunities to grow in their careers without overloading them or expecting them to pick up the work that two or more employees would typically take on. We need to help them do their best work, and CRM tools can play a large part in that by taking repetitive, manual, and time-consuming tasks off their plates.
1: Every company wants their employees to be as engaged. You know, whether it's in a sales or customer success position or customer service position, you know, you want your team to be as engaged as possible with your with your customers. Having a CRM in place, you can kind of inspect what you expect, and oftentimes, you know, you'll find that uh, maybe things that just weren't happening are are all of a sudden happening. Some people maybe view. CRM adoption or the tech, you know, CRM technology adoption as my, you know, my manager wants to babysit or micromanage me. Um, but others actually find it you know, quite nice that they're getting recognized for the work that they're putting in. I think, you know, my experience in managing a sales team and like we're a, you know, we utilize CRM technology, we build CRM technology for our customers, but we're of course users of CRM ourselves. And I find that, uh, You know, anybody who's in a sales position who wants to, you know, grow in their career, there's a real benefit in kind of learning yourself how to make data-driven decisions on like what's working and what's not working. And, um, you know, that that can help help lead to better outcomes. And I think it kind of teaches somebody who is an individual contributor the power of making data-driven decisions, which is, you know, of course, a really kind of fundamental skill set. A
0: robust CRM platform can help unlock insights to put team members into the driver's seat of their own careers. They can also help them to do their best work and perform well because they know exactly what to do, when, and how. CRMs can empower staff and guide them with clear processes and expectations. For example, it pays to have a systematic process to handle renewals so no stone is left unturned. Having teams know exactly what to do, when and how, can make a huge difference to the business, but especially when rental markets are cooler.
1: Nearly fifty percent of multifamily units turn over every single year, and so that means that you know anybody who's an operator of multifamily properties or a portfolio of multifamily properties you know understands that you know over fifty percent or nearly fifty percent of next year's revenue, already lives in your properties. And so to perform next year, it's just as important to be engaging and providing a great customer experience with your existing customers, renters, as it is uh, to be kind of responsive and engaging and consistent with prospective renters. And um, so I I think that's, again, more of a a statement of fact, not an opinion. Um, And then it's just a matter of like, okay, like how do we, you know, what, what are the, your expectations for how your team engages with residents and, you know, how do you inspect what you expect? And so if you expect that your team is, you know, following up with folks, maybe there's a 30-day check-in, maybe there's sort of a six-month check-in, and then maybe from there there's, you know, checking in every month uh, until there's a renewal event or uh, maybe starting eight weeks out, kind of doing weekly follow-ups with folks. Um, or maybe there's a, an outreach after, you know, after a maintenance event, you know, triggers sort of an outreach, like there's, there's different, there's different expectations. And you might, you might say, Hey, I've got kind of the secret sauce for what I expect of my, you know, my teams and how they engage with residents and what drives, you know, higher, higher renewal rates. Um, okay. Well, if that's what your expectation is, then, you know, that's a great, that's a great place to think about how a CRM can help and like, kind of putting putting those expectations into the technology and kind of gamifying that process and allowing teams to rely on their CRM and to, to promote that that activity happens, to track that that activity happened and to, you know, analyze uh, the inputs and outputs and make sure that the, you know, your expectations are actually driving the, you know, expected outcomes that you want. And, you know, you're uh, adjusting your, your process as, as needed.
0: In addition to helping teams grow, stay aligned with what's most important, and do their best work, CRM tools can be effective for driving change management because of the insights they can provide. Insights can help shift teams to more important, high-value work and focus efforts where it matters most.
1: CRM can be a great tool in driving change management within an organization because it is analyzing, you know, all of this data, uh, and again it's you know the data that is the interactions and outcomes between you know your organization and your customers kind of throughout that entire life cycle a good example is like you can kind of analyze your your pipeline and you can kind of see where the blockages are i can see you know do i have too many do i have a lead problem do i have a conversion problem do i have a retention problem i mean it gets way more nuanced than that but um, you know that's a that's a perfect example of how you leverage data to say, oh, man, you know, it turns out I've got a, um, a, a conversion problem, not a, not a lead problem. And that can help shift priorities. Um, another example might be, um, you know, analyzing all of the communications data that's taking place between prospects and a particular property. And, you know, understanding by analyzing that data that there's a lot of people asking about a specific amenity that this property, you know, may not have or may have. And then that is in turn going to inform, you know, how you kind of prioritize, prioritize your next value add project, or maybe it's, you know, how what, what type of things we'd focus on in, in marketing that particular community or, or unit. And so um, I, I think it all just comes back to, you know, change management is, you know, we're, we want to be in the decision-making business. We want to be able to make fast, frequent decisions and just continue to adapt. That's, that's universal to every business. And I think that you know CRM in this space really helps to drive um, change uh, efficiently and, and, and quickly.
0: Better business insights, more empowered employees, and more internal alignment also ultimately create a better prospect and resident experience. This ultimately helps to drive NOI. In addition, prospects and residents prefer digital experiences. Appfolio's own 2022 U.S. Resident Motivations Report found that almost one-third of residents feel it's more important now that property managers offer digital tools to help manage their rental. That same report also showed that residents have higher satisfaction rates with property managers and landlords when they provide clear and transparent communication and streamlined solutions for issues, all of which can be improved with modern communication tools like a CRM.
2: I would say that leasing a unit is all about building a relationship with a prospect. People wanna know that they're important um, and that you care about them and that if they're gonna move into your building, like they're gonna be taken care of and the only way for them to know that is if the agents are communicating early and often and adding personalization in that. Um, And that sounds easy enough, (laughs) like, oh, yeah, I'll just reach out to them. But when a leasing agent is trying to manage and foster dozens and sometimes hundreds of these relationships, they need tools that help them scale, Um, tools that can remind them who they talked to, what they talked about, when they talked to them, when they should talk to them again. And so I think at the heart of a good uh, property management company is the ability for them to let prospects and tenants and residents know that they care and that they're being looked out for. Um, and it sounds simple, but it's complicated. And there's like so many moving point p- parts. Um, but good tools can enable property staff to stay on top of what needs to be done. Um, you know, who needs their sink fixed? What times can we enter their unit? Should we know about the dog that might be there? Um, who is reserved the clubhouse? Um, what? When is this upcoming renewal of mine happening? And have I been told about it? And will I be reminded because my life is so busy, I need to be reminded um, so that I can make a decision and have time to think about the decision. Um, and that's just like 1% of the questions that property management property managers have to think about each day. So having the tools that keep that information and surface it when they most need um, takes a huge load off of the, those employees. So the more they can rely on technology to either do some of those tasks automatically, or if it's more complicated, the the technology can at least provide that role of assistant, keeping those staff organized and informed so that they can provide that great experience to the end user, um, not to mention tools like paying my rent online or filling out my rental application on my phone. Um, those are some basics that you're going to want, right? Nobody wants to write a check, uh, who knows how many um, Gen Zers have checkbooks. Um, but really honing in on that relationship and making it um, effortless for both the resident and for the employee. There's been a big emphasis emphasis on um, on that experience, which is kind of funny because it's counterintuitive to like I want something now. I want you know you to reply to me, and I want all the information, and I want it instantly. But at the same time, I want you to know about me and what kind of dog I have and what I like to do on the
0: weekends to make sure that the unit I move into kind of works for all of that. While teams are doing their best work and feeling empowered to take the next best step, it's important to continue focusing on the resident experience and the entire resident life cycle. Dimitri shares his take on the matter.
1: When we think about um, a, a, a renter's life cycle with a with a property management company, um, you know, they're starting as a prospect, they're searching, they're researching, they're um, learning about a, a particular uh, unit or property that's available. And, you know, eventually they're going through an application then a move in. And then, you know, there's a kind of a 12 month cycle before the next uh, kind of event takes place, whether there's a renewal or somebody goes on notice and moves out and so and, and the whole cycle repeats. And so, um, you know, really like it, it's it's not a particularly complicated customer journey uh, or supporting it. It's just, you know, fast and frequent and high quality, you know, consistent communication. Training teams to provide great consistent customer, you know, high quality customer experience for multifamily operators is, you know, extremely challenging. Uh, the average not customers, you know, look something like, 55 properties in nine different States. And, you know, I promise you that these you know organizations are, are operating on, you know, tight budgets and, you know, don't always have, you know, huge, you know, robust budgets to, to, to train, you know, recruit and train and uh, have, you know, have very experienced folks kind of working at, at the properties. And so uh, who, who can operate with a high degree of autonomy? CRMs, you know, are fantastic in that, you know, they're going to act as a forcing function and making sure that the customer experience that you expect is just being delivered, you know, uh, repeatable on a repeatable, consistent, scalable basis, um, without needing a ton of ongoing training, you know, monitoring, training and kind of policing from management. Uh, The technology can really, you know, take on all of that burden on itself and ensure that there's a, again, a high quality, Uh, highly consistent, engaging customer experience um, delivered, you know, across, you know, an entire portfolio of assets. As an example, like making sure that you're offering omni-channel communications, like don't just be the kind of manager that only, you know, that forces renters to call you. Uh, Make sure you're available from phone calls and emails and texts and chats and social media messages, um, or you know, in you know, on in app messaging, on your website. So, like being able to meet prospects kind of wherever you are is an, you know is a great example of how leveraging CRM can improve the experience kind of throughout the entire throughout the entire uh, customer journey. Um, just as one example,
0: simply putting CRM tools in place doesn't guarantee success. Several steps need to be taken to ensure that any type of technology is going to help your marketing and leasing teams' efforts first you have to start with the right software partner that will support you your teams and your residents
2: yeah switching software adding software is not easy but first you want to make sure that you've got a good Partner like a good company that you're going to go with. Make sure that the CRM is built to handle your portfolio. So some software was built um, to handle mainly you know single family rentals. Others deal exclusively with large multifamilies. So make sure that when you pick one, it's built for what you have. Especially if you have a mixed portfolio. So um, because the the features therein aren't going to be tailored towards those different building types and different portfolio types so you want that Um, and then make sure that you're buying software that really wants to partner with you in your success not just one that's looking to make the sale and say okay you're on your own like good luck figuring it out Um, so you want to make sure that you've got support through that onboarding process that you've got training ongoing training um that you know that the company is dedicated to good customer support um Training makes a huge difference, especially if you can do like ongoing spot training, like not just a one-time deal, but somebody who can kind of guide you through that in the future. Um, you're going to want to leverage that training. So I've seen organizations that spring big changes on their employees with little to no training. And unfortunately, the new ways, the new workflows and functionality don't gain much traction. Um, And people just default to their own ways. Even if it takes them way longer, it's what they know and what they trust. And often people don't feel confident in the new products. So they're just going to, you know, do it the way they know.
0: As Lauren noted, implementing new technology is not without its challenges. Dimitri shares the first step multifamily operators can take to ensure a smooth transition.
1: Implementing new technologies is, you know, definitely like a difficult thing for a lot of multifamily operators uh, and I, you know, I don't blame them for it uh, as a supplier, right? Like I, I just think that it's a function of, you know, everybody being stretched really thin and being responsible for a lot. And so, um, you know, having really smooth implementations uh, oftentimes uh, just, you know, doesn't, doesn't happen. I think that one thing multifamily operators can do is to uh, talk to, you know, when they're evaluating different supplier partners for whether it's CRM or PMS or, you know, whatever, whatever technology, uh, part of the technology stack that they're considering implementing, just really understand not only the product, but the customer, you know, the, the customer service and the customer success and implementation team's role. Like, A lot of, you know, I I think our our position is like, you know, certainly got to have the best product to kind of win, but it's also uh, sort of one part product, one part partnership.
0: Second, make sure you're looking at a tool that has what you need for success and make sure the platform can actually achieve your business goals and outcomes. Just remember, more functionality doesn't always mean better. The right functionality means better
2: every CRM has lots of bells and whistles and as someone who has been in the software industry building software for a long time like all of those bells and whistles were added for a reason development teams aren't just adding things for the most part that nobody has asked for nobody leverages so I'd say be thoughtful about when you buy a new tool or when you're using a CRM, really explore all it has to offer. And hopefully, you know, your your partner at the company is explaining all of those things and showing you them. But, you know, you're going to want to leverage as much as you can. Um, and ideally, that's from the top of the funnel, you know, marketing all the way through to move in and renewals. Um The the more information you can capture and keep in one system, the better, Um, and you don't want to be dealing with double entry. Anything that can be left up to user error is going to cause bad data and more work for you or your team.
0: Third, you're going to want to evaluate how a new system pairs with your existing tools and data and also streamlines and smooths workflows to match your organization's needs. I'd say that some things that are interesting
2: that I've seen is a customer will want to adopt new functionality and they've kind of built their processes around old tools. And so you provide them with new tools and it really causes them to do an evaluation of their old workflows. Um, because what you might've been doing in the past might not actually be what you need to do given the tools you have now. So keeping an open mind about like, well, this is the way we've always done it. Okay, well, you've always done it that way because of the tools you had on hand. Now that the tools have evolved and become better, do you still need to do that? Is there time-saving areas? So I think um, a successful CRM strategy would include taking a step back and evaluating all of your current processes in light of the new functionality you have available to you because you might find that you can cut out a few steps or you can cut out some auditing, you know, manual auditing work um, because of what is available today. An example is we capture all the lead information. It goes directly into um, our showings, and then it gets transferred and tied into our rental applications. And then it's pulled through to the leases and then to the resident. And the leasing agent isn't entering any information along the way. I mean, they can, but they don't need to, right? Because we are we are providing those tools to the prospect who are giving you that information, and then it just goes into the system. So um, the... The chances for bad data are so much more reduced because it's like an all-in-one experience so um, definitely ideally when you are implementing your solution your crm solution um, it has that holistic view and you're not having to port information from one third party to the next um, importing excel documents etc like that that is going to cause more heartache probably
0: than it's worth. Reducing menial tasks is always a plus for any team, which is why modern tools are so popular. But for any new tool you add to your business, you need a strong integration with your property management software. As Dimitri explains,
1: Nobody wants to do work twice. And so, you know, if you've got a a strong integration with the PMS system that allows for Kind of bidirectional directional inter- you know, data exchanging, and uh, you know can can automatically kind of update, you know, the systems can stay in sync by updating each other kind of through APIs. Um, it just removes the need for double work, and I think when, where you know when and where systems aren't are integrated in a point in a way that there is double work required. Um, those systems never seem to last for like, or those structures never seem to last for long. Like something has to give because double work is never okay. So I think that's um, like a a pretty good example of something we're excited about. Is like a, you know, a strong partner that has built, you know, our integrations in a very modern way and kind of enables like a really high degree of automation um, for customers, which, you know, drives ease of use, better adoption, you know, better data. And it's a very virtuous cycle from there on out.
0: Fourth, train teams up. Help them understand what is important and what the process is, plus how to use the tools effectively. Make sure that you do a lot of
2: training and coaching at the beginning. Um, make it clear you know, why changes are being made, um, uh, what the benefits are really need to know, like, why would I change? Like, what, how's it going to benefit me? And that's what people want to know. Right. Um, So lots of training, lots of coaching at the beginning, making it clear how the staff should be leveraging this new piece of software or this new workflow, whatever the case might be. um, And then train them over and over until they feel confident in that new way. And ideally um, through that, they're going to see, you know, the benefits of it, but people really just need to feel confident in whatever it is they're doing um, or, or they're gonna go back to how they did it before, or they'll just you know figure out a new way that perhaps isn't even as efficient. So, um, again, I think it's that human touch with your employees, um, and and making sure that they they know how to leverage the new tools.
1: I would say people who buy like a CRM for a specific feature and they don't realize that. You know, hey, this is a you know fundamentally different way of how your team is engaging you know with their prospects, and so uh, like if expectations, you know, if someone's you know knock is a pretty feature rich um, product, there's quite a bit that we do, and so you know anybody who's sort of buying knock in order to do just one thing may underestimate how um, you know what's what's required in order and the kind of mentality shift of the leasing teams in order to kind of like get on board and leverage a new CRM.
0: Getting a CRM in place and establishing workflows is essential, but CRMs can do so much more for multifamily. They can help your team operate in a new, different, or efficient, effective, and future-facing ways, especially when paired with a property management software. This combination can create more flexible, efficient organizational structures that can be put in place, while also gaining more insight and control over the entire marketing and leasing approach.
1: I think that the the pressure that a lot of uh, multifamily and rental market participants, you know, are, are feeling is that you know staffing is very difficult. It's hard to find talented people at a reasonable price to come and support. Um, our businesses. And so I think that there's going to be a lot of pressure on the overall organizational models and how, like who's responsible for what and when in order to provide a great customer experience. And, uh, that is putting a lot of, um, in my opinion, it's a good thing, but like pressure on technology providers to be really flexible in supporting new organizational models, Uh, that may not, you know, may not have existed a few years ago um, because of some of these, you know, dynamics. And so the future to me is kind of a mix of flexibility uh, in the technology to support non-traditional kind of organizational and operation operation models. Most property management companies kind of follow the old, you know, for every hundred units, I need one person. Uh, you know, working on site in leasing. And so for a 400 unit property, I'm going to have 400 people that work in, or sorry, 400 people, four people uh, working on site, you know, that particular property. Um, And that is, may may not be the case when you're utilizing kind of centralized leasing kind of organizational models. Uh, It it may be that you only need one or maybe it's two. Um, And then there's, you know, other folks kind of handling Different, you know, different, you know, sharing their time across different properties.
0: Centralized leasing appears to be on the rise and for good reason, as Laura explains next. There's been talk and I've seen a few examples of this,
2: but of leasing getting more centralized. So property management companies, they're always looking for ways to get more efficient. And those companies are growing and they have bigger challenge, the bigger big challenge of scaling as well. So, we could go into all the details of like why you want to be more efficient or why you might want to try centralized leasing. But with the current economic climate, at least for now, people aren't moving as much and vacancy rates are really high right now. Um, And in some ways, this is great because who doesn't want a high vacancy rate, right? But um, the flip side, though, is that property management companies have fewer opportunities to earn the fees associated with the rental applications and the screenings and um, being able to perhaps raise rents a little bit more than they would with a renewal. Um, So they're looking for ways to protect that bottom line. And that means they have to do more with less. And that can lead to a centralized leasing um, model. And that is not necessarily like an easy thing to just like switch from onsite staff to centralized leasing and to explain centralized leasing, the idea being like before there was just people on at the building, answering calls, dealing with people coming in the front door um, and then dealing with whatever kind of fire drills were happening instead of doing that, um, moving all of their leasing agents into like a centralized office where they can just focus on answering phone calls Um, And doing that allows for things like um, a decrease in missed calls and prospects getting faster replies because the people in those centralized offices are just focused on getting back to prospects. They don't have to deal with those like other things going on at the property. Um, So more leads are getting contacted, more tours are getting scheduled. So I think that um, that might be a trend that we see because people really need to, um, work on their margins and you can employ less folks, um, who are dealing with more units, um, especially if you're adding AI on top of that. Um, so I think, I think we might see, we are seeing a trend towards centralized leasing. And I think it's slowly, it's going to be a slow change just because it takes a lot of work to, to do that. And a lot of like okay, this is how we're changing, you know, what we've done for the last 50 years.
0: As Laura just mentioned, the future of next-level CRM and multifamily marketing and leasing also seems to be moving towards better, more effective use of technology, such as artificial intelligence and time-saving automation. CRMs can also leverage PMS-supported AI and other automations for marketing and leasing. By implementing your CRM strategy upon the foundation of a reliable and stable property management software, you can truly digitize and streamline teams and workflows to improve the customer experience even further.
1: Automation is can absolutely help to take the more menial aspects of a job and sort of unenjoyable aspects of, of leasing jobs and automate them and you know give those folks the opportunity to to focus on like higher value added. Uh, responsibilities that will certainly help their careers grow. Just the sheer keeping up with the sheer volume of leads and the volume of communications expected to drive leasing outcomes with smaller and smaller staff, like the, the necessity to rely on automation to do, you know, pick up the slack, um, you know, is, is here to stay. I would say just in, in general, uh, the, you know, big opportunities to continue to leverage automation and AI, and you know we're really excited um, that we're kind of re- we've recently announced um, you know our first efforts in kind of bringing omni-channel AI to our customers and creating a conversational AI layer uh, built into our CRM that is uh, offered you know to customers in order to, again drive better you know drive better outcomes get better data um, help make leasing teams just more efficient with their time so that's you know a, a good example of an area where there's just a you know a, a big frontier and very few people that have adopted um, and implemented AI successfully everyone's talking about it but there's a big mismatch between like the you know people talking about it and, and how many people have really implemented successfully and so I do expect that to um, normalize over time I think as far as do I sense fear from customers to you know adopt that change? Um, not so much. I don't think so.
0: While some companies may be hesitant to invest in things like AI and automation, the expectations of younger renters mean that property management companies must evolve. Pen and paper and spending precious time individually replying to every phone call will no longer cut it. As... The younger generations become the bulk of renters, the
2: greater there's going to be a more greater of reliance on technology. Um, you know, kids these days, no, people these days um, are on their phones all the time. So they prefer texting to emails and definitely to phone calls. Um, they are used to getting really quick responses for most things. So that's what they're expecting from their leasing agent. Um, they want to see these pre recorded tours. Um, or extensive pictures of a unit or you know um, anything that they can do on their phone when they're out and about is, is on the rise, and I don't think that's going anywhere. Um, and then I think the increase of the AI leasing agents, they're able to get prospect- back to prospects quickly, regardless if they're texting at 10 pm. Um, they can answer all the basic questions. Um, and I think that piggybacked with real people, is is the future? I think that um, real leasing agents they're not going away, um, but I think they're going to be the ones that are following up, a- answering the more specific questions, doing anything that has to do with the more personalization of an experience, which is really important to folks as well. Um, so, yeah, I think I think we're going to see more hybrid um, solutions where companies do a better job of utilizing automation and AI where it makes sense, and then getting their leasing agents to just come in and really um, hit home that personal touch um, and that relationship building at the end.
0: Through Dimitri's and Laura's insights, it's clear that a CRM strategy is quickly becoming a must-have rather than a nice-to-have. If your property management company wants to scale, grow, and compete, it's now a no-brainer to adopt innovative CRM technology with AI and automation tools that can meet the changing expectations of renters. While change can be tough, defining your CRM strategy has benefits across the entire resident life cycle and the employee experience as well. Stay focused on the outcomes you want to achieve and show your team how technology will help make their day-to-day work easier. And soon, you'll begin to reap the rewards. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, let us know by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. We'd love to hear your feedback. We'll see you here again next month as we continue our narrative journey with today's real estate leaders, decision makers, and change makers on the top floor.